0: Before we start this podcast hash fucked up the editing for it so i spent hours editing it so the audio is good um because of this subscribe less than 50% of you've got subscribed as here and it would help us out a lot we want to get to 10k this year so yeah enjoy the podcast
1: hi guys uh welcome back to another episode of the podcast this one will be up on a tuesday which is weird i know because we call it tuesdays but it's usually up on like wednesdays um and this episode is very special because we have two guests i think for the first time no wait actually we had this we had one with um back and Raph, but again we have two guests this time so i'm joined by cormac uh cormac say hi hi everyone you
2: know me
1: um and then I'm also joined by two guests, um, Josh you go first, Chris you go second, uh, introduce yourselves and say hi! Uh,
3: yeah, hi everyone, my name is uh, Joshua Schmidt and uh, I've been playing Yu-Gi-Oh! for like, I don't know, 15 years at this point or something. So uh, yeah, and I've, I've done pretty well in the past, so uh, I guess some of you might know me, uh, yeah, excited to be here.
0: Yeah, I'm Christian Thomas, I'm a member of Luxury Gaming. And yeah, I've been playing Yu-Gi-Oh since I think beginning of 2016, end of 2015, and I'm also glad to be here.
1: Yep. So uh, today's episode, we will be going through Master Duel mostly because honestly, I think the four of us just haven't touched the TCG in like five months or something. Josh hasn't touched it in two years, but that's a different different conversation. (laughs) Um, uh, But yeah. Uh, we wanted to talk about Master Duel because we have uh, a tournament that we're playing actually like a like couple of hours after recording this podcast, uh, and we also figured that we can go through the format because we haven't really talked about the format that much. So, yeah, uh, let's go. Uh, what do you guys think about the format?
2: Yeah, I mean, so from the tournaments that we've seen so far up to the stage, um, you look like there's the most dominant decks that are being played. I mean, Tri-Brigade has kind of cemented itself as being like, the most popular deck within the format. I think, I feel like pretty much every single tournament, maybe after like the first couple of days, it's been the most popular deck. I don't know if anybody else has noticed something different. Like there's been like a bit of like, you know, like, I mean, I think I feel like Virtual World kind of started off big and it's still there. It's still prevalent. But it's like Tri-Brigade, Dry-Tron. It felt like a lot of like the summer 2021 TC format actually. Um, like those sort of decks are kind of most popular things at the moment. Um, yeah, those are the main things that have been like the takeaways for me. I don't know if anything is popping up for you. Anything you've noticed interesting? Uh, that's maybe developed uh, over the course of time with lasted. mm
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, Traya is the most popular deck, and I think uh, most people think it's the best deck, right? Pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, think I think most do. too. Why is it the best deck? Three people here would disagree with that statement. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Why is it the best deck, Josh? Uh,
3: I'm not actually sure if it is the best deck. The, the, the problem that I have personally is that I haven't been able to play every single deck to an extent that I would like to in order to judge uh, how good they are simply because of how you have to get all the cards first. Um, personally, Brigade was one of the first decks that I built simply because it was very accessible because I think most of its cards are in one of the like promoted packs at the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, like charade yeah. and stuff like that, and that like that that pack is like pretty solid overall. So I just got a bunch of it at the beginning, um, and for me personally, I know you guys all played these decks uh, like a year ago already. Yes. For me, everything every single thing was new, right? Because I haven't played the, the format. So first of all, Brigade wasn't uh, as boring as it is to some other people at this point for me, and um, I personally like it. I think it's a, it's a good deck. I'm not sure if it's the best, but it's definitely very consistent. And um, one big big deal about it is that it doesn't lose to Maxi as hard as some other um, decks. Because like, Maxi is like the, the, the elephant in the room, right? When we're talking about the main difference between this format and the TCG format at the time, from when the card pool was round about the same. And, uh, yeah, I feel like other decks like Drytron and Virtual World, which are really good, um, take a bigger hit to- from Maxi than, uh, Tri Brigade does.
1: Yeah, I would go as far as to say that, like, Tri doesn't play through Maxi, it just beats Maxi straight up. Like, just beats the card. I think it's just very, the, very the, good. The good
3: hands, the, the good hands don't, don't even care, right? Or, yeah. like, okay, uh, you're, you're gonna get one draw and I'm gonna pass on something that's a little bit worse than what I would have done, but it's not like Maxi beats my deck. Um but uh, yeah, I mean I know I know Chris doesn't think Tri Brigade's the best deck and I'd be curious to to know why you don't think Maxi is a problem for I I think you think Virtual Lord's the best deck?
0: Yeah, so I mean I think virtual is slightly better than Tri. I I do think Tri is pretty good as well and depending on how the format develops, like if there's more combo decks then I can also see myself playing Tri Brigade because obviously playing combo mirrors is not really amazing because you don't really have an edge there. But I do think virtual is a bit better at the moment. Um, I think part of it is, is that it's the best combo deck into maxi because unlike other combo decks you can. Main gamma pretty well, and that's just a maxi out whenever you start with a virtual spell and trap and reveal the name there because they're gonna maxi you, and then you have gamma as an out. And then the other edge virtual has over other combo decks is that you can summon a VFD and fire, do but you end each doesn't matter because you put them on better draw another hand trip in those five draws because otherwise. You're still going to be a freedom, and then they're still going to lose. So I also think it's the it's the best combo deck into Maxi. And then another issue I had with tries is that I think the tournament meta is pretty diverse. So there's a lot of different types of combo decks. There's like decks like Drytron or Virtual, where cards like um, Bell Skullmeister are pretty good because they're more like graveyard reliant combo decks. But then there's also Adamant or like Trybicate Lirilas where you want more cards like Veil vale or Imperm, because cards like Veil and Meister are not great against those decks. So that I think is kind of weird for a deck like Try as well, because it's kind of hard to play the right decks in the main deck, because yeah, you can either play Graveyard traps but then you will lose some percentages against, I mean, those combo decks that I mentioned, but also the Mirror Match, because I don't think the Graveyard traps are great there either. Um, and that's where I felt like, Playing a super solid combo deck like Virtual is the better choice at the moment. Hmm.
1: Understandable. I just want to say one thing. You said you're not playing that many combo matters. What are you playing against? Everything in Master Duel is just combo matters. What do you mean?
0: No, I'm playing against a lot of uh, Trizo and Eldish as well, and I, f- I think the Eldritch matchup is, is pretty good for Virtual. Yeah. But, okay. Um, also because you have an in well you you have an in engine out with Truichi versus skilled end, right? So that's something other decks don't have. Um and I think if you go first, you're pretty favored because like you end your turn with a lot of resources and then Shenzhen is also just a great card against Eldlich. Um so that's something that I also liked. But yeah, there there are quite some common mirrors, I have to say that. And if it gets more, I'm likely to also play Tribigate, but at the moment I think the metagame is still in a state where I think playing virtual world yourself is fine.
1: You think uh, your decision uh, changes based on whether or not you play best of three or best of
0: one? Or do you still play yes. the same deck? No, no. Okay. it definitely changes because um, virtual world, as many people know, is like not the most consistent deck. So there are definitely some games where you just uh, break. And I mean, when you break once in best of one, it just means that you immediately lose the round. Um, that's something that can't happen in best of three because if you're convinced that virtual world is the best deck and that whenever you get to play You have a solid chance at winning the, the games Then I think it's fine to break like in one of the matches because you still have two other games to win um, That's why I think for best of three, it's definitely a different pro- approach that I would take compared to the best of runs
1: yeah, Because I think try becomes better in best of three, right? I don't know if you guys agree no. with this. No No, no
3: Combo decks, combo decks, um, get better in best of three. Yeah, I agree. Because uh, you're you're less likely to get max seed in multiple games. You you reduce variance. Yeah, but try is not also more options. likely
1: to like draw hand traps in best of three than best of one.
3: Uh, yeah, but no, Like, what? Do you, what, do, what do you mean? They're like not more likely to draw. No,
1: nah, because you have three chances to stop combo decks instead of one chance, which is better, right?
3: depends what you need to stop them.
0: I think another issue with uh, try and best of one is that Eldritch is also more popular, um, because Eldritch usually gets recap post side, right? Because people have all the anti-spell trap cards in, in their decks, whereas in best of ones, not everyone mains uh, Storms. But I, I did see some Trialists maining Storm in Duster in best of one, and. I mean, maybe you need to do that against Eldritch, but that's also just not ideal, right? Because maining those cards just aren't really great against like pretty much every combo deck in the meta. So I think when a control deck like Tribigate has to main those cards in order to win against Eldritch, then I also think that's something that makes Tribigate worse. Because for example, in combo decks, I don't feel like you need to main Storm and Featherduster because your engine is just so good that you do have a chance at playing through all the back rows going second it doesn't have that edge because you usually only have two plays so you need to remain some removal in order to account for Eldlich in best of Run. and that I think is also a disadvantage in my opinion.
1: Okay, oh, that makes sense. What about um, Cormac Go? You want to say something?
2: Yeah, it was just the yeah, things that were coming to mind where, you know, when you're mentioning how like there's differences that you're obviously going to have to apply to your deck building between like best of 1 and best of 3. Um, that obviously leads to like some sort of like funky things. Like I think we've like noticed in like I think a lot of the OCG YCSs that they put on, they're usually best of ones. And we usually see like the, these weird decks that are put on like Cyber Dragon and stuff like that. Not because they're not inherently better than like, you know, the combo decks or decks like these are like, tribunated sort of mid range sort of things. But just the fact that they're not having to sort of water down their deck with like certain non engine cards or do or play cards that they generally wouldn't want to be playing. Uh in order to give themselves chances against all the random things you can come up against in a best of one format, right? So it's kinda like when you're having to do that sort of thing with a mid range deck in particular like Tri Brigade, where usually in a lot of matchups, like your whatever you're getting from your engine is decent, but the extra like non engine cards that you're getting in your hand are quite impactful on your win rate. Um, they then sort of have a little bit of a you know, a hindrance to your chances of winning. But at the same time there's also things we we're saying, like how, you know, combo decks they only need to, you know, like, get sacked once, you know, like, have, like someone draw maxi or someone just happy out to whatever they're, uh, whatever they're trying to do or them just breaking once. Um, mm. So there's, like, these things where you take into account when you do best of three versus best of one. Um, and I guess, like, when you're then looking at that from a tournament perspective, like, you kind of have to, like, recognize, all right, okay, when I'm going into this, like, tournament, like, I think a lot of the early tournaments and maybe some of the smaller ones are the best of ones. And then you have to recognize that you can't apply the same logic over to your best of three tournaments, which is something that I'm interested in when we start having maybe slightly bigger size tournaments. Like if Konami start putting on like equivalents of YCS as their master duel, what their sort of plan is going to be. Will they be doing best of ones, best of threes, or would they be doing like a mix of each? And then seeing how people address each of the formats. Individually
1: It'll definitely best be best of one. By the way, <laughs> I'm just telling you yeah, from now. Yeah, it. yeah. It'll definitely yeah, yeah. best of one. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be so sad. It's going uh, to be so sad. But yeah. You know. No, I don't think it's bad. I think it's worse than best of three, though. I don't think it's bad. I think best of three is better.
3: Uh, it's. I mean, it depends on what they'll do, right? They might just do a best of three, but you have to play like three best of ones with different decks and stuff like. Sure. that. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is, it, it, it's uh best of three, but different decks, just no side deck. It's I think the the main the main thing that goes missing is the side deck portion. Um, <laughs> because <laughs> I think in bigger tournaments, maybe the qualifiers will be best of one, or maybe you'll have to ladder for a high spot finish, like in Duel Links, right? Which is obviously not that great. But for big tournament structures, I don't think we'll ever play a, a, a high competitive game where there's only going to be one game deciding who wins the match. No, that's for sure, yeah. That's for yeah. sure. And so then, the only thing we have to talk about is is no side deck, uh, good. Do we think that's that's good? And, and then like, how do we how do we handle the different deck situation, right? I think no side
1: deck is manageable. Like, it's not the best thing ever, but it's manageable, which is fine. And I'm pretty sure that's how it's going to be, because, like, if you check Master Duel, you can go through the entire thing, and there is, like, not a single mention of what a side deck is. It's actually so scary. Like, they actually basically, like, pretend that the side deck doesn't exist, even. It's so funny. Um, So I think these kind of tournaments will be something similar to just, like, bringing three decks and then, like, trying to win in a best of three series with the three decks i i don't know the specific formatting but something like that
0: i think i think probably a lot of tcg players will think that best of one is bad at first but i think that's probably also because they're so used to playing best of three right because people who have been playing tcg for like five six seven years they only know best of three and they have only played with a side deck so i think it will take some time to get used to that i mean also personally i'm i'm also someone who probably Needs to t- uh, take some time to get used to this format, but I don't really think it's necessarily bad because like Joshua mentioned there's certainly race to make best of one consistent like Konami has also done with Duel links I think in the world championship, for example, they use the format where you are allowed to only play One deck and then I think you can also use the same card only in one deck or something like that And then you just play like review your... Chris oh no Kind of a best of three, just without a sight hmm. I think it's just different, but not. Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I I this thing, right? like...
2: <laughs> One thing about I don't know if he's still gonna be still speaking when he comes back. Um, I'll I'll, I'll go come in there for anyway, and if he starts speaking again, I'll I'll let him go. But just that, uh, I think something that for a lot of TCG players, when Master Duel first dropped. They were a bit taken aback by the fact that it wasn't just essentially a carbon copy of what the TCG was, and mm. that there were going to be differences. And I think once you kind of like recognize that, like this is its own entity essentially, and it's going to have its own structures and it's going to have its own way of playing, then it makes it more understandable. Like th- like this isn't just going to be, like you've played TCG, you know exactly like how the structure is going to be. This is going to be exactly the way that you know it. Like it's the same cards, obviously, but. At the end of the day, there's different things that you have to take into account, which, to be honest, like, for myself anyway, I find that to be kind of exciting, because if it was just the same thing sort of it over... It would be so it quite boring.
1: Quite boring. Yeah, yes, yeah. Yes. exactly, yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, imagine if we wanted, had, like, current TCG format Master Duel. I would be dead. I would just not yeah, be yeah. playing Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> Current format is
3: so bad. Um, It's a nice thing to like... We could have also just had a bad Master Duel format, right? And TCG could have just been much better and everyone could be... Yeah, yeah,
1: that's how it's going to be. Like, the plan is right. Hopefully... By by the time current TCG format is in Master Duel, hopefully the TCG format is good enough for me to not play Master Duel so I can play the TCG instead. And I'll just keep alternating. Because keeping up with, like, two different forms of Yu-Gi-Oh! at the same time is not easy. If you want to do it at, like, a hyper-competitive level. It's very time-consuming.
3: That's my only complaint with Master Duel. Um, like, the, I think the only th- the only thing that they didn't do very well is manage expectations, right? Because I feel like a lot of people just expected something different in the first couple of days when it <laughs> released. Because I saw everyone, and I I was under the impression that it was just going to be finally a solid simulator for TCG and OCG, right? So what I expected was. We get there. We have the same card pool. We can just uh, go on ladder and then toggle between OCG and TCG and just play Yu-Gi-Oh. Right. Um, that's what I expected. Now, what they what they delivered is not necessarily bad, right? It's just not necessarily what everyone expected. Which I think is now having played it for a while is totally fine, right? It's a it's a it's a great game. I've been having a lot of fun. It got me back into into the game in general. It got me it got me into streaming. It's like it's really cool. But um, yeah, I think it's just. People expected something different in the first few, first few weeks and there just now it takes a little bit of time to get used to. Um, but now that we know that it's going to be something different, I'm happy with it. But the only thing that I think is going to be difficult for people is to actually keep up with two formats. Um, if you want to be, play both competitively, I think it's a little bit too much. Knowing with how much time I used to put into you know, preparing for TCG events... Yeah. And how much time I will probably put into preparing for Master Duel events? I think it's going to be difficult to to do both at the same time. Which that's a that's a little downside of having two different formats.
0: Um, yeah. Was I lagging just now? No,
1: Chris, you were fine. Um,
0: okay. <laughs> well, yeah, sorry about it. My my wife has just shit. That's also the reason why there's no no face cam. Uh, nah, it's okay it's
3: a cute term for what just happened
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay so what I said was just that um, I think it probably will take some time for TCG players to get used to the best of one format simply because they've been so used to playing best of three because like most most uh, TCG players have been playing for like five six seven years so they're just really used to best of three but I don't think uh, best of one is necessarily bad and I certainly think that like joshua mentioned that's definitely raised to make um best of one more consistent so like just playing with like multiple decks for example and then just don't have a side deck and i think konami also did that by the way in in duelings uh, yes. yes i think they used the format like that uh, maybe joshua can explain more about that because i'm not exactly sure how that worked but i know there has been something like that that has worked well for them in, in the past in buildings yeah
1: i think I the dueling Duel format was like five decks then. i think it's five decks no ban one
0: I, I think it's three decks, and it's like you can only use a card for one deck. No, something they, like have that.
3: This, they have a shared ban list, basically. So if if a card is... Like, you, you can play three Ash. If you want to play three Ash in, in three different decks, you can only play one in each, or you can play three in one and then none in the others, which opens up a whole different world yeah. of problems for TCG, um, which... Like, but I, I, would, I would say this is a fine solution. It was a fine solution for Duel Links. The only thing that doesn't work for Yu-Gi-Oh, in my opinion, is that um, Yu-Gi-Oh has too many cards that are required in every deck, not just in one out of three decks, Yeah. which is ma- mainly hand traps. It does apply to some other cards, but mainly hand traps. And I think if they do something where, okay, you share a, a three-card limit across three decks, I think we're gonna get ruined by by combo decks because you simply cannot put enough good hand traps. One of your decks is just getting comboed. That's just always yeah. happening. Or even two, right? Because yeah. if you have to, you cannot put one Maxi in in each deck. It's not gonna work. You have to like. I don't. I don't. I don't think I have to explain this too deeply, but I, I just think the hand trap, the density of hand traps you have in your decks, is not gonna be sufficient to stop a triple combo. Lineup. You're gonna have one deck that's gonna be fine into combo. The other two are just gonna lose. Which in a best of three means you're just always gonna lose, unless they break super hard one game against your deck that doesn't have hand traps. Um, Yeah. And I think this would this would end up with people having to bring suboptimal decks or combo decks, right? And I I think that's not that can't be the goal uh, for a competitive format where, like, ladder, I can play my best of one deck fine with no limitations, and then in best of three, everything works completely differently. Um, that should not be the goal. Um, on the other hand, there has to be some limitations to stop p- people from bringing the same exact deck three times, right? So we have to find, or they have to find the middle ground. Which <laughs> that's is- a good
1: point. Yeah, how do you classify, like, a different deck in Yu-Gi-Oh? Because there's no, like... Uh, yeah. That's- the factions you know, or regions a couple of
3: weeks, yeah. yeah, I went mm. i I remember i I went on coder's stream and we talked like for an hour about this, and I think he held a tournament with what we came up with as well, which was um yeah, it was a two v two right? It was a two v two uh that was not the one he I think it was just one like a, a more casual tournament that he ah, okay. did stream where we okay. wanted to test the rule set. It was basically. I think he said um, what we said was good, was good or what I think would be cool is something like um, decks can only share a certain number of cards between each other like my the deck 1 and deck 2 cannot have more than 20 cards in common in the main deck for example mm, okay. what this would lead to what this would lead to would be you can either play like you can for example I took Salamangret as an example because I think it works very well as an example here because Salamangret is kind of a deck that has like half engine half tech cards, hand traps, whatever, right? Where you'd play, like, 20 Selamangre cards, uh, estimate, and then the rest of your deck would be, like, hand traps, Potter Desires, and whatnot. And with this rule, you could technically play two Selamangre decks, right, which is fine, but you have to tech them very differently, right? You'd have to be... They'd have to be very different Selamangre decks um, because of the 20-card difference, right? Which I think is sufficiently different to, to make them two separate decks overall, right? If, the, if, I, if I decide to play the same engine in two decks and I have to play completely different tech cards, I think that's fine. Mm. But if I don't want to play Salamangrate twice, I can play two different decks and then they can share the hand traps if I decide to do it that way. Mm-hmm. Right. So I have to decide if I if I think Salamangrate is just that sick of an engine, I want to play it. It's not two decks, right? Yeah. I know it's true, that's, that's an example. Yeah. I'm I'm a boomer in that regard. Um, if you like, just as an example, if you want to play Salamangrate because you think it's super sick, it's your favorite deck, and, and then but then you have to actually think about how do I make two different Salamangrate decks work. Um, but if you want to play like Drytron and um. Brigade and Virtual World, you basically face no limitations because these decks share, don't share more than twenty cards, anyways, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, I and then
3: I think you do you do the same for the extra deck. Maybe they can share only five or something or ten, uh, whatever. Um, I think that would work. And another thing that I think Decade is doing for his Master Duel meta tournaments is they just classify decks, right? They have ways of yeah, yeah. The decks, they just say you cannot bring. Um, two of the same deck just yeah they have
1: like a database of all the archetypes basically right something yeah. like that yeah and yeah. then
3: they also they then currently they're searching I think they're searching for a solution on how to a- handle you know archetypes little engines right like at w- at which point does a deck become a Sky Striker deck right because maybe you'd classify Sky Striker Orchist. can I play Sky Striker Orchist and Sky Striker in the same lineup is that allowed and I think the way they are handling it currently is with a certain size of the engine um at, at starting at a certain size um i think the rule right now is just if the if the engine makes it into the title of the deck on their website you can't play it in two decks mm, so, yeah like you wouldn't call uh if, if if sky striker Orcus is called sky striker Orcus, it counts as a sky striker deck so you can't play sky striker again so you yeah. wouldn't be able to go like Shadol invoke dogmatica and then Shadol i don't know what else Artifact, whatever. Thank God, no window. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I
1: think it's very unexplored because we never had this problem in the TCG. And we never had this problem anywhere before. Um, like, because I don't even think other card games have had this problem because other card games either, like, were in person and then just completely got translated digitally, or they started digitally, so they already like had the infrastructure set for it. Whereas Yu-Gi-Oh doesn't have that infrastructure, so we kind of need to like figure out what we need to do in terms of like having a good tournament structure that's also like playable. And to be honest, I don't know why we don't have just side decks in Master Duel. I feel like like I feel like it's a good solution anyway. I I really don't understand why we don't have it, but i um, guess
0: yeah. i think it's just that they want to make their own like their own game which is like different from the tcg so similar to duelings and i i think in in order to achieve that there just needs to be some differences and i think that's why they decided for that and also i think um for leather i think side is not that good anyway because i think um the way with all the animations and stuff i think ladder games take a lot of time anyway so i think for ladder best of oh, one system you would, system not, is, is you would better. not get
3: casuals to play best of threes so yeah, yeah no i think, I, so think that, best best these, I think best of one ladder is that's fine
1: best of one ladder is fine i think
3: right. yeah. yeah like, like I, would, I wouldn't mind an option to play best of three but best of one has to be the standard for ladder
1: yeah and i think that's fine because even if you're trying to competitively ladder like down the line when we have a leaderboard or whatever hopefully hopefully then um you have an unlimited amount of yeah. games that you can play that are all best of one. so on average you should be fine right because like it is totally fine it is totally fine it shouldn't be a problem um so yeah i don't mind best of one either. i think that part is
2: fine yeah like i think the idea of like when they were releasing this was that they wanted to have a Oh game that was a bit more like streamlined so that it was like more accessible to like a wider audience and then they'll develop like the more competitive stuff like on top but like there's like, there a ranking system, you know, like we have all that, we have like our ladder, hopefully we'll get like something at the, the top end for the competitive, but the whole thing was like, they have the ladder there for now, and then they have the best of one, so that anybody can just hop in and play with whatever deck they have. Probably also impacted a little bit by the fact that you're getting cards through, you know, blind packs of gems and stuff like that. So there's only so much of a card pool that you will have, and then having to introduce a side deck on top of that for like a wider audience probably doesn't help them in that regard. So it's kind of a thing where like they get the the base infrastructure in person and then for like the competitive level they'll probably find some sort of workaround. which to be honest with the way that they're doing it right now probably doesn't involve a side deck it's probably along the more along the lines of those sort of like multiple deck things like you guys were saying if i had the guess, at the stitch but
0: yeah. yeah i think um I, I wouldn't be too hopeful of a leaderboard personally to be honest because i think in like four years of duelings they have never implemented such thing into that game I think what is more likely is, and I think that has been data data mined, um, is like that we get more ranks. But a specific leaderboard, I don't think will happen. I can only imagine a leaderboard happening when there's going to be some sort of KC Cups in Master Duel as well, because that was the. method to qualify for words in duelings and i think that's yeah okay kind of likely to happen in master duel as well Whether you it's better hope that's or not bad. our way to qualify for words. Yeah. yeah yeah i was about to say yeah. it. i was about whether that's a good or bad thing it's like up to your own, own opinion um i personally also don't think that that's the best system but i think in a no opinion yeah <laughs> but I, I i think for the kc cup then there will be a leaderboard, obviously. No, I mean, I, I, so, I don't think we have that for. for, I, for the, I'm for with the you. Letter.
1: I'm with you. The only thing I need to say is that since day one of Master Duel there has been a lot of stuff that has been going on that is completely different from how Konami are handling dealings. Like they are being like way too responsive for Konami standards. I'll be honest. They they are they are answering every single question we have in like one day. Like remember when um, the people people started like bugging the game to make you lose? They fixed that in one day. When people started self ftking in the Xyz event, they fixed that in one day. Like that's crazy for Konami standards. It's actually like super surprising. So I'm I'm not gonna. Be opposed to the idea that they might have something different than what they have in Deal Links, um, but yes, um, we might end up having something stupid like a kissing cup. In which case, I will be super sad, like super super sad, because I think that system does not reward good players at all.
0: Same, I, I don't think it's the the, the best way to qualify for for Worlds. Definitely not.
2: And there's also. Kunteni مشغول مشغول. But the thing about it is that a lot of the games are just generally pretty quick, whereas like games in DCG or Master Duel, like even a game one can still take a significant amount of time. And when it's a sort of a system that is just kind of reliant on people just playing over and over and over and over and over, and over again, when they're not short and snappy, then it's it's kind of a problem, I feel like. Yeah.
3: Maybe they'll You'd be under the same control. premise for everyone playing, but still, it's like the way yeah. it works in Duel Links is just like you have to play, like you have three days to play as much as you can and it's just exhausting and it's not a good system. Um, but yeah, we'll just Pretty, we'll, per, per, we'll pretty sure the players play that it, qualify
1: in Duel Links just don't sleep for three days, right? Like just yeah, maybe...
3: Yeah, I mean, Eugen, Eugen did it once. can <laughs> qualified like, what was it, 2019? He Yes. The, a case the age, yeah. And I think he slept like four hours the entire weekend, he was, he was gone after.
2: Yeah, no, that's like, if they have to do that for TCG, it's just, or well TCG Master Gold rather. That's just like, no. that's yeah. None of that Because like, at least with that, I mean like, the one thing with it for me is that, right okay, you, you play a game in like, links, and for the most part it's usually like, what like, five minutes tops, at most, if even. Uh, and then, alright, you win, you lose, it's over move on to the next one. And uh, you can just kind of like get through a bunch of them really quickly and you can build it up. Whereas with Master Duel, it's much more like, I mean, they could take like the combo decks and stuff like that. I mean, you, there's a good chance you probably would just surrender against a combo deck couple the time just to save time. Um, which is just like not a really efficient way of doing things. I think just the the level of, of like, the power level of the cards and stuff like that, and the like of the games, just makes something like a three day long KC Cup just really... I would feel unfeasible, but... I mean, there are a lot of things that
3: it. just make Master Duel, like, completely different than Duel Links, and they've handled a lot of things very differently, like, in Duel Links you cannot craft cards, is the first thing.
1: Yeah, that's true, that's true.
3: Yeah. If we had Duel Links crafting or card collection system in Master Duel, game would already be dead. And, uh, I think, Definitely. I think just the fact that we have different systems here shows that they that probably different people are in charge of this, and they realize that some things that may have worked in Duel links will not work in master duel, which makes me hopeful for um, for some of these things. Like, I think it's totally possible we get a a, a rankings uh, system at the highest rank. Like, which, I hope so. You look at. If, if you look at these things, you also have to compare them to some of the other stuff that has happened, like Hearthstone and Legends of Runeterra, both of these games, it's completely standard. Best of One Ladder is completely standard. Having a ranking system at the highest rank is completely standard. And I think Master Duel is just aiming at the same ballpark, right? You're just digital card games, same market. Um, you'll have to compare yourself to 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 these games. And um, people are used to, to, to getting to a ranking system at the highest rank, I think... Um, that's, yeah. It's I
1: fun. mean, they want to compete with these games. They have said that. Like, they keep saying yeah. that their goal for the game is to get into esports, and to do that, you're going to have to compete yeah. with these games. So,
3: yeah. And before. A lot of the stuff that they did just makes sense in that regard. Yeah.
1: As long as we don't get 7 2 tiebreaks in uh, Master Duel, Josh.
3: <laughs> I mean, if I can work for it on ladder, I'm fine with it. Same, know. but
1: also bad step. Anyway, different topic, different day. Um... Do you guys think
0: that we will have a world championship in Master Duel this year? What,
1: we we're supposed game? to we are supposed to that was like the very
3: first announcement that they made for Master Duel. Well, what, no, I mean we're supposed to get to the World Championship with Master Duel. I don't know, I don't remember if they announced it for this year. They did, think they did,
1: they did. Okay. Yes.
3: Uh, first of all, that's very cool. On the other hand, I I personally we I don't think we can predict whether in general the Yu-Gi-Oh World Championship is happening this year. Right? We can't know yet because it it didn't uh, happen the last two years. Maybe even if the the TCG one doesn't happen, maybe they could make a master duel one work right online somehow.
0: Um, I think that that's likely because last year I think dueling's had a world like, quote unquote, world Uh, champion.
1: They didn't call it worlds. They didn't call it worlds. Yeah, no,
0: they 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 didn't call it worlds, (sighs) but like I think it was equivalent to that because it it was the same way to qualify. So yeah.
3: I think what we can say is, if it's possible for them, I think we can expect to get it at just at the regular world championship we'll probably have a master duel event um Mm -hmm. if that's happening if the real world championship is happening probably won't happen the only question is um how do you qualify that's the most important question that like everyone is just have is just gonna have to wait up for and see if it's gonna be a good match
1: they need to clarify it soon ish because we know that like the world championship in Yu-Gi-Oh usually happens around august right
3: well, you say yeah, that, yeah. but then looking back at how they gave us information about like, the world's point system, like halfway through the season, every time it's like, don't don't expect um, too much here.
2: Uh, yeah, they could drop it like a couple of weeks before, <laughs> just out of nowhere, to be honest. with me. Um, Yeah, but I think uh, I think one thing we want to see, though, just be clearly from all this, like, is just seeing how Konami are going to structure their competitive events, and hopefully they don't wait until they have their worlds qualifier essentially for that to happen. You'd hope that there's something done uh, prior to that that at least lets them gauge how many people would be like entering these sort of tournaments because there could be even things like you know like how, how well their servers hold up with how many people could be entering this sort of things. You'd like to hope they have some sort of thing hopefully set up maybe in the next couple of months. Like I hope like within like April, May we'd have some sort of tournament that's hosted like Konami and as like this is like a competitive mm-hmm. event that is being hosted by us as like somewhat in the vein of how, like, their World Championship qualifier would end up being. I
3: feel like in the whole yeah. I think in an yeah. ideal world, they'll host tournaments that lead to smaller tournaments. Like, you qualify, like, there's there needs to be, like, an open tournament for, like, everyone Stage who, one, stage you know, two, stage, stage three. Or yeah. whatever, and then you go, you get a stage higher and whatnot, and at some point in the stages, it starts using the same competitive system as the World Championship is going to be. And then maybe at the end of it for each continent, you'll have like two people qualifying and you do the same thing two or three times. So that it's not always the same um, card pool slash format. So you have like multiple chances to find like a format you prefer or you're better in, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Where I don't want it to be like how TCG was pre 2017 where there was one tournament in a year. And if you didn't make top four, you could just forget about worlds, right? I feel like worlds in every card game should be something you can some somehow work towards right um mm-hmm. and not just have it be one singular tournament where there's just too much variance in card games right there just there needs to be some sort of point collection thing throughout an entire season um instead of just one tournament yeah, yeah. that just increases
2: the amount of variance and stuff within it and on the point that we were saying before how like this like master doll isn't like just this additional thing that like Konami are doing for Yu-Gi-Oh! Like they are very much looking to get in, like they're they're in the market to be alongside the likes of your Hearthstones, your Rune Terrors and stuff like that. For you guys like Hash and uh, Josh in particular, who've like played like some other games like Rune Terror like in like, particular quite heavily. Like, is there things in those sort of games that you find that they could feasibly translate over to Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, in, their, in their like sort of competitive like framing? The tournaments and like what things you think could work and maybe couldn't work based on like what the differences are. In this
1: I league. think the way you qualify for Worlds in Runeterra is very good. I don't know if Josh agrees. I, I think that can be something that can, you could can translate. You you got you qualified for Worlds, right?
3: Yeah,
1: yeah. It's it's very easy. Like there's like three three different things I mean, you can it do.
3: 60, it was 64 people from Europe, so yeah, it wasn't that easy, but um, it was it was feasible for anyone who seriously competed the entire season. It was just a natural if you were good and you competed the entire season you were gonna make it like there was no there was no good player that played the game for a year who didn't make it let's let's phrase it that way it wasn't easy to compete at the high level for the entire year but if you did you you got there
1: yeah that's that's what i was told anyway because i started playing after this but yeah i was told that the system was very good and i think the community liked it right
3: I, I do think so. I mean, I didn't read that much. I didn't read anything negative about it. So I think people were just happy with it. I was happy with it. I mean, the way it worked was just, um, they have, they have Runeterra has YCSs essentially, mm-hmm. seasonals, every yep. two to three months, uh, where there's a set number of people qualify, 1,024 people qualify, and then they play nine rounds down to a top 32 cut, um, and then it's like a, it's like a 10k for first uh, pretty good it's, it's a really good tournament anyways and it's all done in game the, the entire client is in game you don't have to go report your result to some other website or whatever it's it's just all done in game automatically which is great by the way hearthstone never had that um and uh, if if master Duel could get that that would be great like even your like you, the, the pairings and everything are all made in game.
1: Deck submission phone, you and know. all of that everything. is all in game. You don't need to do anything. Yeah. Like you can literally just like you can play the whole thing with, on your fo- on your bed and your phone.
3: I did. You, I, I played it. On, I played it on vacation once on my tablet. Um, and like it, it's just it's perfect. Is it is
1: it one of the ones you nine would Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. That's so funny. Oh my god, yeah, no, the game is, yeah. like, if it's, if the system is all done through the client, you can do stuff like mm-hmm. what Josh does, which is really cool, right? Like, <laughs> mm, yeah.
2: of course, of course yeah. <laughs> like, I like, and that seems like a really nice thing to have where you can have it all within the one system. The One thing that I worry about with something like Master Duel is the fact that, comparatively, like, Runeterra was built from the ground up, like, as an online, like, Everything was, like, you know, yes. initially, like, online. Whereas, like, Mastodal, like, so much of the stuff, I mean, like, all the cards and everything is, like, ported over from, from like, what TCG is. Like, you know, all the stuff has already been established prior to that, and this is, like, a new thing that they've set up within that IP. So would the system that they have in place currently, do you feel, would they be able to find a way to, like, essentially run everything through the game? Or do you think there would be probably some major things that have to change in order that to happen? Because, like, right now, I'd be struggling to see how they'd be able to, like, like be able to provide you like, pairings and stuff like that within the game itself. I don't know. if there's anything you've thought about yourself? How I that mean, that go about doing those sort
1: of things? As long as there is an API, they should be able to give you pairings in-game. That shouldn't be a I mean, problem. You just,
3: you skip a lot of steps compared to the pairings in an actual YCS, right? There's not, in <laughs> Runeterra, they don't post the pairings somewhere, and then you have to go find your opponent, right? It's just like, you, there's a tournament tab in the client, and you just click on it, and when it shows you when the round starts, like, you check in. And then right. it just shows you your opponent and your opponent There's a
1: ready button. Screen.
3: You press ready. Ready and then you play. Yeah. yeah. And I don't right, see okay. why, like, unless they have some really bad programmers, I don't see why they wouldn't be able to program that into Master Duel. It's,
1: it's just... not the hardest thing to do. It's yeah. very I mean, instead easy. Instead of going
3: into, in, instead of uh, uh, queuing you up into a ranked game, you just go to a tournament client and queue into your preset opponent once both are ready. I don't think this is not possible. Um, sure.
1: sure. This reminds me, I think i think this might be possible i think there's like a hint that we have in master duel that says that says it will be like this um josh you played the xyz event i don't think chris and cormac did but did you know a little bit okay did you guys notice when you submit a deck for the xyz event it goes into a specific slot like if you already have a deck it duplicates itself it becomes an xyz festival deck like, it yeah, becomes yeah. a different slot. That oh, okay. means that means that they have the system employed for the exhibitions, like the festivals that they're going to do, which means they will probably also have it implemented for the tournaments. Like, if you ever want to use a deck, you can just duplicate... It will just duplicate itself into the slot for that tournament, I think. Uh, that's... Which is a good thing. Mm-hmm.
2: That, like, basically, like, is meant to be the idea of the deckless submission. And that that's, like, one of the things you'd be you know, hoping that, like, they would have in place. Like, perhaps maybe, like, really don't give enough credit in this sort of thing that they're implementing, like, the 6C Festival. So if they're doing small things that show, like, they're able to, like, that they're able to take that information in, that would be equivalent to what they'd be doing if they are hosting, like, the equivalent of YCS with their massive job. I don't know. Maybe, that, maybe like,
3: have yeah. these things set up. Yeah. all of this is one hundred percent possible like mm-hmm. uh, it's not a the the game client not being able to handle like automatic pairing or whatever is never gonna that's not gonna be the issue it's just a matter okay. of will they do it properly and what's their plan on on doing this um right. yeah it's just we're we're gonna have to wait and see um but yeah I mean other than that um coming back to this best of one thing, looking at all the other games all of their rankings letters whatever best of one all best of one all of yep. the tournaments is different decks best of ones um oh i think alongside magic is the only big card game that has a side deck and if you've yes if you would have like if you would have proposed to me like three years ago yo what do you think about best of ones with different decks Yu-Gi-Oh? i would have probably said impossible because i've been playing the game for like Already, like I don't know how long at this point, and I'm just—I was just used to best of ones. But having played in these other games now for for a very decent period of time, competing at, at also a decent uh, level, I, I think it's just—it's just different, not worse. And I think people yeah. are just always a little bit opposed to you know change because it will have to make people have, will have to rethink, right? You can't just jam your the same 40 cards Eldritch deck that you would bring to a TCG tournament, right? And just expect to do as well in a best-of-one format, different environment, different rules. Um, And yeah, it's going to be work, strategically. You're going to have to, you know, figure out which decks work together, which don't. How do you build a deck for best-of-one without being able to side-deck for your bad matchups, right? Uh, is do you still play full-on combo knowing that in best of one you don't have any way to come back if you go second or if you brick uh, will mid-range be the best way which is like kind of the little bit of best of both worlds will you play a trap deck which auto loses if you go second so on and so forth um, there's a lot of very interesting um, decisions to be made when preparing a deck slash lineup for this sort of format which I think will make it after all still fun. very good format fun yeah, and it's competitive gonna be fun. it's going to definitely be a good format and it's um so I'm, I'm hopeful for it
1: yeah i'm not too worried about the competitive player base for master though the game is bigger than this already people are going to want to be competitive at some point when we get the opportunity so i think it's fine <laughs> um the xyz festival by the way is a gem shower if you haven't gotten on that go on it it's so good it's so good yeah it's like 5,000 gems or something, if you finish the whole thing I mean, with the quests.
3: 4.5 yesterday, yeah,
0: might yeah. Be 5k even. I think that's also really cool, by the way, because I think a lot of people expected Master Duel to be paid to win, and it's not like that. I'm time. a dino player, it is yeah, paid to win. win, what do you mean? <laughs> yeah, sure, you're a, you are playing the wrong dinos back dinos? then. Not that
3: sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the best yeah. deck! Is it more like paid to win sometimes?
1: No, it's paid to win all the times. So Josh, what is this? I need to you need, I need to teach you Dino. You're you do not understand. You haven't played this deck. You weren't around when it existed. It, it was so it's so good.
0: It's so don't good. I feel I'm, like I've heard this
1: deck,
2: like, so sure. attempting to convince people about dino so many times over the past like year
1: and Yeah, a half. because we keep we keep having to do it. Because it's the best deck. True. True. By far. Yeah. It's not yeah. even close. Bro, your yeah. Tri-Brigade deck? I cannot win. My win rate through Maxi going second is 100%. It's ridiculous. I mean, okay, that also is another thing. Blind second is underrated in this game. People don't talk about yeah. that. Mm-hmm. It, it, I, I it, like,
3: that a couple times already on stream.
1: L- yeah, like even if you don't think Dino is like all that, blinding second is still like a very under underdeveloped thing in this game. I think it's very interesting and I think it's cool that you could just like get Maxi and you're like, okay, you're dead. Next,
3: it comes with the um, with a few things, but in like blinding second has been a thing in the TCG in a diff- in couple different formats, right? Where people yeah. have been doing it. I think people there's a few reasons why people haven't figured it out in Master Duel yet. Um, the number one thing is that a lot of the cards that you need for going second are not very high priority when you start the game and build your collection. Like I wouldn't say that stuff like lightning storm. Should be your first craft, right?
1: It was um, my it first was... craft. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: Fair enough. But that's in the playtime. Anyway, yeah. For everyone else, for everyone else, I don't think I don't think stuff like that should be. Um, and there's more stuff like even evenly. I think is a great card in master rule potentially. If you go second, if you don't plan to kill them. Um, but the thing is, at this point, the game's not been long been out long enough for people to just have all these cards. Because I think there's just other cards that you craft first, right? Um, Most of the time. And uh, it's going to take a while for people to grind um, to get all these cards and to try out different things. Like, I'm in the same position, right? I made a couple of decks um, when the game came out, and now I'm just kind of waiting until I can build more stuff. And uh, eventually, I'm going to have all the staples I can take care of building different archetypes and trying out whatever I want, right? which at this point I can't do that yet because I feel stupid crafting, I don't know, I, I really want to play Spiral Salamangrate, but I feel stupid doing it while I don't even have, like, all the hand traps or I don't even have, uh, lightning storms or whatever. You wanna play Salamangrate? Do you hate yourself? No, I like Salamangrate. Okay. I don't think it's good, I just, I mean, I don't think it's that good, I just think it's enjoyable. Ah, uh, just, I just
1: like Palio, it. I see, yes.
3: Oh, Palio's broken, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: I, did, I did craft it for the Xyz Festival and I'm having a lot of fun. The deck is amazing. I, it's so good
3: it's... in the
1: Xyz Festival. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's just... it's, it's, it is one of my favorite yeah, okay, decks. Back
3: to, back, to, back to going second. First, I think first of all, some people just can't really do it right now because they're missing some of the cards. But also, people don't realize how good it gets when we're talking best of one. Where in a best of three setting, right, imagine playing a deck that is purely built to go second if you win game one and your opponent gets to the side, siding becomes really difficult and, uh, hmm. because you don't know whether they're going to make you start because they know you want to go second and so on and so forth there's a lot of mind games to be had there's a lot of risk in this
0: there but is in a best there of
3: one, when everyone currently every meta deck just wants to go first there's no risk involved your deck you don't
1: you can't lose the die roll it's impossible yeah, that's mm-hmm.
3: what I do. you can't lose a die roll and if you build your deck accordingly, I think there's a lot of stuff you can do um, on ladder or maybe even for tournaments if it's if it keeps best-of-one with different decks, uh, with going second.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, yeah Which... I mean, this is the point that I was saying, like in a similar point to what you're on about there, where like when uh, the Japanese YCSs were all best-of-ones, you would see decks that in best-of-three format would be much more would be much less likely. Oh yeah, that'd be terrible. To be able to, yeah, to win YCSs. but they they gain a, a buff off of being able to take advantage of the best of what and
1: yeah, Yeah, like didn't didn't like Cyber Dragon win the very first Japanese Prest of One YCS or one something? It yeah. won
3: one of them. I don't one know if them. it was the very yeah. first, but it definitely won one of them. And it yeah. a very weird list too. Mm-hmm. But it just
1: yeah. but it just goes second and it abuses the format like that. That's yeah. that's why it works. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, I definitely agree. The game is too young. People will need time. At some point, actually, I haven't seen people mention this, but at some point we should get something like, um, like what we have in Runeterra AR, for example. We should have something like that for MasterDol at some point, right? Where we get like a database um, of
3: matchups. So Yeah, okay, just just for context, for the other two, Runeterra AR, uh, it's possible Riot offers an API for people to just request data from pa- from past games, right? And so there's been websites developed where you can just look up what everyone has been playing, which are like which are the most popular decks, how what, what cards people do. You can even like at some point there were like soft there was software to just. Uh, Deck tracker. the name of of no there was there was like software that. You, you would queue into someone on ladder and they could literally enter your name into the software and it would tell them what deck you played in the last game. So they would technically, yeah. if you queued up the same deck, they would know what you're playing. Um,
0: so kind of design. similar to scope, right? Yes, but it
1: doesn't take like 30 yeah. years to load.
3: Yeah, okay. I mean, this, stuff like this has pros and cons, right? Data being available is very good. Data being available in real time while you're playing the person, I don't think that's a, a great thing where you never know whether your opponent just randomly knows your decklist or not um, but uh, yeah that's a whole different topic uh, but um, i don't know if if konami is going to be that open with their api just from, yeah. a, from a gut feeling from a gut feeling i'd say probably not going to happen in in that in that same um Capacity. And yeah, yeah. I, I, just from a just from a gut feeling, I think uh, Konami would be less open for, to like random developers accessing their data than uh, than Riot is. But that might be might be wrong here. But yeah,
2: that's probably yeah. based off of, like our historical view of Konami, which is like generally that they're very like closed in that sort of regard. They don't really want to like they're like they're usually not good at like you know engagement with people either. They've been a bit better with that now, though. So we can hope that maybe something like that can come in the future, but. I think, like, for now, it would be, like, we hope that happens rather than expecting it from this
1: stage, right? Yeah, I mean, even if they don't release it to random developers, they will still, like, probably use it to, like, uh, decide what to hit on the ballasts, lists, for example. Which is a very interesting, because they never did that in the TCG. The TCG was always to just, like, you need to observe the scene and decide. Whereas now, in Master Duel you can use, like, actual data to make your hits. Yeah. Which is interesting. It might lead to some very weird hits. Drill Warrior Vespinato is gonna get like banned next format because it has like a one hundred percent win rate or something. Um
2: yeah, like uh, like I'm sure they have like some sort like internal thing like you're saying there where they're able to track this stuff because it would just make I feel like it would make no sense not to just giving you free information for you know what you can do in the future. Mm-hmm. It's just whether they want to like open that up to like the wider audience. Like I feel like we'll get situations where like if they are, like, hosting tournaments and then they have, like, a stream going on for it. they can, like, give you a statistic of, like, how many how many people who enter this tournament are playing, like, X cards in their deck or all this sort of stuff. Here's the win rate that we've, like, seen in the last tournament with X Magic versus Y Magic, but will they give that to all of us rather than just being, like, a tidbit on a stream or whatever? Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see. But, yeah, I'd imagine they have something like this in place because, like you were saying, like, the whole, like, decision-making process for, like, lists and stuff like that, like, for TCG was very much sort of, like, observing what's going on, seeing what's doing well, like high level tournaments like YCS and stuff, whereas here you have much more like data that you can call upon and like much more like hard actual
3: facts as opposed to Yep. You know, even if, literally they, even if they even if they won't open it up to like uh, any free developer, I would hope that they at least publish some of it from their end just like uh here's here's um the most popular decks or here's the the decks with the that highest
1: that should players, happen to something to some extent to some extent we
3: don't have any we don't know we don't have any anything to go off here um yeah we don't but um it would make sense um yeah i, I hope yeah. so yeah
2: yeah i feel like it's one of those things where like they could give you that like of info that goes on like their social social channels being like this was the most the top five most played decks in our like last tournament or whatever but i wonder if that's kind of like the limit that we get for it which is still better than nothing but
0: those
2: are the sort of things you can see happening
3: here yeah and then everyone can go there and be like yo this deck's the most played please ban it i hate konami that's (laughs) important yeah Yeah. um all
1: right we are almost at one hour this was really good conversation actually think we discussed a lot of stuff that we haven't discussed before um is there anything you guys want to say before we wrap up any plugs any anything just go
0: yeah just uh shout out to my team luxury gaming um that's pretty much it
1: yeah best team best team in the world guys definitely because christian is in it um Josh, you started streaming. You're gonna be streaming today, right? Well, they won't. won't. Are you streaming next Tuesday? Because that would be today for when this comes up. Uh, yes, I am. Okay, he is streaming today, guys. When this goes up, he's probably either done with the stream or live. So go check his (laughs) chat. Um,
2: but yeah, yeah. we'll leave a link below for that, and uh, just to mention the stuff for ourselves, uh, we have noticed that, like, I think eighty percent of our viewers. Yes, yes. If you are watching this on YouTube. Can you subscribe? Because please like, subscribe. The numbers are a bit ridiculous, I'll
1: be honest <laughs> with you guys. Bro, so, it's bro. like 10 percent of our viewers are subscribed at the moment. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Um uh, yeah, should okay. have said this in the uh, beginning. Yeah. I really forgot. My bad. Um yeah, yeah. it's chill.
2: it's chill. It's all good. Uh yeah, if you're listening on whatever, like Spotify, whatever podcast platforms, all that. Maybe come on YouTube, maybe just give us a subscribe as well, potentially. We'll see. We'll have a lot of content out over the next couple of weeks. We
1: have had. A good- we are uploading already. a lot nowadays, yeah. We are actually doing a lot of content. But yeah, all right. Yeah. Thank you guys yeah. for listening. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed. And um, yeah,
3: we'll see you next week. I don't know who's going to be on next week, but next week. See you guys.